Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hi, and welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. I am Patricia, and I have my cohort. Hi, it's Erica. We're in the house. So we're back at all of you. Thank you for being here. We're so excited that you're back with us. And um, gosh, I think we're in July now, huh? And just crazy. The summer this, is, this season is just is just flying through. Um, so. so we have some good information. What, what are we talking about today, Erica? We are going to talk about your your basic um, <laughs> basic out in the middle of nowhere field weddings we're talking waste management generators and all the other things you don't think about that you need when you have a wedding out in the middle of the field so that is that is what we're going to talk about today and i just had this last weekend um one of these and you know it was um it was literally on someone's private property. Um, nothing is around. We had to bring water in. We had to bring electricity in. We had to bring everything in. So, uh, you know, when you're not, when you don't have a venue, you take for granted all the, all the little things. You know, you just plug stuff in, not a big deal. But when you're out in the middle of a field, you need to bring generators. You need to make sure that you have the right size generators, the right number of generators. Um, you know, what is everything that you need to plug in? And that includes, you know, your lights, your DJ. Um, does catering need anything? Do the porta potties need anything? Um, you know, we had uh, Culligan come in instead of doing thousands of bottles of water uh we just had culligan come in and deliver and they have the uh their little dispensers or little dispensers they have the dispensers like you find in the off in an office oh, and we cool. had those uh placed around the tent but you can also do where you can use hot or cold water so if you know and we didn't we just we didn't use electricity for that because we just wanted you know, we had ice and stuff for the water, but, you know, you can also use that for um, if you wanted hot water. So you have tea and, and coffee and stuff if somebody wants that. But it's 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 a big deal. You know, if you have certain types of if you don't have LED lights and you have regular lights, you need to have a, a, a generator that's dedicated to those lights. Um, the porta potties, depending on what kind of porta potties you have, you might need a generator for that um, because there's the porta potties that just like the regular box ones, like the construction sites. Yeah. But then you've got these trailers that you go in and there's a sink, and I mean they're, I mean it's a, it's a setup. It's they're really nice actually, but you need electricity in those. And you need electricity, not only for the lights in there, but to run the pump because they're actually, um, the toilets flush and, and, you know, the the water runs and it's like a real bathroom, Uh, but that needs its own generator. So, 
you know, and of course the DJ, depending on what his setup is or her setup is, um, if they don't have a generator, then you need to get one for them. So, so what did you do for like the ceremony? Cause I know that I was up against trying to get a quiet generator and they, they do make them. They do make them. Yeah. Um, but that was one thing that you had to kind of think about, you know, in regards to being close to the ceremony that, you know, you've got to make sure it doesn't make all that sound. Right. And usually for the, um, like, so I personally have a solar generator that I bring and it's really good for led lights, charging phones. Um, we hooked it up to, um, we had this photo booth that we rented and I plug that in there. So, you know, it's, it's little stuff that I use for that and it lasts for the whole event. So it, it works out pretty well. So, so what do you think in a, in a, a location like that? I mean, you know, you're taking a look at the overall cost. So you're now not getting a building with electricity and all of that. And now you're bringing everything in. Mm-hmm. Do you think, is it cost effective, you know, depending on where well, when you're doing it on a, um, most likely when that kind of situation comes, it's private property. So oh, you're yeah. not, you don't have a venue cost. So, you know, whereas you can go to a venue and, you know, spend anywhere from 1500 to, you know, $50,000. Yeah. And <laughs> depending on what it has, or you can go out and, you know, like, your aunt or your uncle or your friends or whatever have a farm or a ranch somewhere around here and you decide that's where you're going to have it. Um, So, you know, you're not going to have that cost, but, you know, generators are roughly 75 to $200 to rent depending on the size of the generator. So um, the $75 ones usually they usually handle, you know, like the DJ, um, the lights. Yeah. I always like to make sure that the DJ has their very own power source just because we've blown a lot of generators. (laughs) It's just like you try to plug the lights in with the DJ's sound system. And next thing you know, you have no lights and no music. So that's not good. But it's, you know, it takes a little bit more work, but I, I, it, I think it's still cost effective. Yeah, um, I mean, it does. It does take a little bit of pre-planning. I get it. And, uh, but you know, what I saw of your event, it was awesome. And, um, you know, you transformed that whole location. <laughs> well, Beautiful. and the, the other thing is um, the tent. So it's, you know, do I put the walls down or do I put the walls up? Well, depending wow. depending on the rental company, you know they charge to um, to roll the walls up or to to put really? the walls. Wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of um, and it's well. What was so funny was I'm looking at the way that they rolled. They actually rolled the. Um, the walls up from the bottom to the top and actually rolled them. Well, and I'm looking at it and they're like put together with like saran wrap or something. I was just like, what? Okay. So we didn't, we ended up doing three walls down 
and then one side, one long side open that faced the mountains. And the reason for that is because we had all kinds of fronts coming in. And, you know, so you have to look and see where the wind's coming from, where the weather's coming from, which direction, so that you know, you know, which side of the tent you need to have down or up. And the client wanted all the walls up. And this is where you have to trust all week long, you know, all weekend long, it was trust the process, just trust the process. Um, But, you know, you, putting up walls is not, um, not always easy. Uh, now some places they roll them up like, like I, like they did for this one, but sometimes they just leave the walls there and they have these hooks and you have to, you know, hook them in and it's nothing, you know, the bride was just very, well, can we just wait and to see what happens with the weather and then make that decision? And I'm like, well, usually then it's too late because when the weather comes in, it comes in fast. It's, you know, and then it, it leaves fast. So you can't just take a half hour to, to put up, put up walls and stuff, um, you know, stop everything you're doing. So I made the call and they were glad that they listened to me and, and kept those walls up. It worked out beautifully because they also had a heater with a tent. And my other thing was, well, if you have all the walls up and turn the heater on, it's not going to do anything. Like it's, it's not. So the heater is kind of like, you have to have like most of the walls up. So that the heat stays in, but because it was one of those tent heaters, not the, um, not the propane, like not those standing ones. Yeah. It's the ones that, you know, they've got the dial and the, yeah. Yeah. I I remember having a a tent in the rain and we had to go around and use poles to kind of like pull those puddles off of it. (laughs) it I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it becomes a, it becomes kind of a, a thing. So, you know, unless you are an expert at, Tent weddings in the middle of the field. Trust the process and listen to the people who do this all the time, because yeah. there are so many things that you you know you don't think about. Um, you know, we had kids throwing stuff on. Oh my lord, I spent we spent more time getting stuff off the roof of the tent uh, because they thought it was really cool to throw umbrellas and stuff on on the tent oh, roof. And then, you know, they're trying to get them. And I'm like, no, please, let's not climb because I can see the ground is soft and they had to double stake the tent anyway. So I wasn't. um, So anybody who doesn't know anything about tents, let me let me kind of go back a little bit. So when they we had a 40 by 80. 40 by 80. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the stakes for the tents are about three feet long. Mm -hmm. Well, because of we've had so much rain lately and it's up by the lake. So the dirt's more sand than it is dirt. Mm -hmm. You know, when you stake these down, it doesn't always hold like it should. So they had to double stake each corner and each middle um, so that it did stay, you know, the tent held, which was great because all I, I always have that thing where, Oh my gosh, 
you know, something's going to happen. The wind's going to come yeah. in oh, and yeah. the tent's going to fall and it's going to be, yeah. uh, and I haven't had that happen yet. Knock on wood that I never will, but um, you know, so when, when the kids are doing things like trying to pull the stakes out of the ground because they want oh. to see them, um, or playing on the ropes and they like to hang on the, on the, the ropes that go oh from the stake to the, it's like, please don't. Cause yeah. I, I can't, I just, I, I can't deal with that. I don't yeah. want to deal I mean, with that. Kids is a whole nother episode. Kids yeah. is like, Oh, Girl, you saw the picture I sent you. Yeah. Okay. So this has nothing to do with this, but we had white linens and I walked by a table and I wish we had like, this is where I wish we were doing this video because I could show you this picture. These kids drew all over the linens like paper. It was awful. Like I've never seen that much, you know, it's sometimes you see like, okay, they go off the paper and you know, there's a little mark. No, it was like, they just did that. It looked intentional. That's just it, what it right. It was pretty. I mean, it was, it was bad. So, oh, yeah. you know, so we had to just throw the linen out and it's going to be a loss because they can't clean that. I mean, you just can't. So God, people watch your children. Um, but like waste management, um, there's so many different types of porta potties and facilities that you can rent anymore. It used to be just, you know, like the construction site ones where they, you know, the little yeah. single, but they, yeah. and, and those are relative, you know, you can get those and, and those are relatively inexpensive. Um, we spent, I think they were $135 a piece for, they were, they weren't the small, small ones, but they were kind of like, and they weren't the big, the big ones. Oh, like the ADA. Yeah. Yeah. So these were kind of that in between. Um, and, you know, so it was 135 for each of them for, they drop them off usually Friday and then pick them up on Monday. Um, what do you hear with uh, our listeners, how much a tent that large cost to rent? <laughs> $4,000. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, if you're not paying for the venue and, um, right. you know, so that's, that's a big tent though. I mean, that's I, a big I, tent. By and that's so for, um, so all their rentals, it was the, the, uh, the 80, 40 by 80 tent, uh, 16 by 16 dance floor, um, all the tables, all nice. the chairs. I think everything ended up costing about $7,000. And that that included like the linens, uh, the plates, all of that. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. So exactly. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, they rented a bar. Oh, nice. They had, you know, one of those those um, wood bars with the galvanized front. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it, it it's pretty, I guess, comparable to if if you're going to do a venue. Um, what did but, you do with the garbage, by the way? What do we do with the garbage? Yeah. So 
So we had to bring in, yes, we had to bring in trash. Um, and then we had to take it off site and dispose of it. So that's why we tried really hard. That's why one of the things with, um, like the water, we didn't have all the water bottles because, you know, we had the Culligan jugs, which was great. Um, for what did that cost us for 25 gallon jugs and three dispensers, it was $257, I think. Oh my gosh, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, because you need water. Yes. You know, I'm always, I'm always asked that question. What am I going to do for water? Yeah. And bring in, and, and that's, you know, we were, we were going back and forth and to go to, go to Costco or whatever and getting, you know, those cases of water bottles, that's a pain in the butt. honestly and you know just the waste itself right you know and then you've got to haul it back out and i love that idea i've never even thought about that that's yeah and they deliver and then they pick up so that's that's one less thing that anybody has to worry about i'm like 227 dollars fantastic bring it on let's do it nice um i'm trying to think what else you know there's the trash there's oh the one thing uh, that we do is the ceremony site was about a quarter of a mile away. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't, the the rental company, you know, I always make people buy double the chairs, because, especially when it's the ceremony site and the reception site are so far apart. Oh, bless you, because that's been a big, big Oh, yeah, because so we had a we did 300 chairs because there was 150 guests. And so we did we kept 150 under the tent and just did the reception. And we had to drive down the other 150, but we can only go so far because it, you know, because of the rain. So there's this big, huge puddle. And um, the owners of the property and the father of the bride ended up building a bridge over it so that people could walk across oh it. Gosh. But before that, we were having to set up the chairs and we didn't have the bridge. So we're like trying to maneuver our way around this big puddle. And finally, you know, we got to the point where we just took our shoes off and, and walked through mud because, well, it's just, it was easier. <laughs> just yeah. let's do it. And, um, but, you know, if you think that you're going to be able to say, oh, we're just going to, you know, if you're going to try to save money on chairs, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's worth it um, to, to cut corners there because, you know, we have so many people that are like, oh, well, we'll just have the guests bring their chair back. No, oh, yeah. you're, no, you're not. Um, there might be a couple people, you know, but grandma's not carrying her chair. Grandpa's not carrying his chair. Um, you know, the bridal party, they're not carrying a chair. Uh, the mothers, the, all the parents, they're not carrying chairs. So you end up with maybe 10 people that can do that. And you don't want to take, but then you're going to take them away from the celebration because they have to, you know, they're walking back to the cocktail hour and then they're going to miss it because, you know, they're doing chairs and they're guests. They're not being paid to work it, you know, and that's, that's, 
So when you do the, the, the chairs for the ceremony and then the chairs for the reception, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking I need to do that. Um, it's just get, because it's only 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes that you're sitting in these chairs and it'd be the foldable ones. Right. And then get the fancier ones over in the receptionary. Yep. That'd be a cost savings form. Absolutely. I yeah. Because cool. the, because those white metal chairs, I mean, mm-hmm. they're like a dollar 25 a piece. Yeah. I mean, and even if you, you know, because ceremonies aren't that long, you know, obviously if you're doing a full Catholic ceremony, you're going to be in a church where it's, you know, the hour long ones, but most, most of these weddings that are outdoors, I mean, the ceremony lasts maybe 25 minutes max. Yes. And, and even, and even if you don't have the exact number of chairs and you've got 10 people standing, you know, you've got people that stand anyway, especially the the people with kids. They're usually in the back because the kids aren't going to sit in a chair. You know, they're, they're running all over the place. So, but I wouldn't, that's one thing that, um, that I, I would not skimp on because then by the time, you know, you have roughly an hour to get all the chairs from the ceremony site set mm-hmm. up to the reception and people, most cocktail hours are in a reception site. So, you know, people like to go sit, they like to go find their seats and, and put their stuff down. And when there's no chair there, they get very upset. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have an event coming up and um, because it's on a golf course and it's really close together you know, they mm-hmm. asked if we could literally have them bring the chairs over. And I right. said, oh, it's not that far. Sure. Why not? What the heck? Get off the golf course. But I like your idea in regards to the an expensive chair versus the more expensive chair, that type of thing. Well, it depends. I mean, again, and it also depends on, you know, how far away. If the ceremony site is right next to the tent, you know, then fine. Great. You know, that's, that's not as, as big of a deal, but when it's, you know, a quarter mile away (laughs) or even, you know, even 700 feet, it gets gets a little more, um, Oh, it's labor intensive. Oh my God. Right. Right. Yeah. So overall, you're looking at your offsite location. You had a big list of things that you needed to bring. Yes. And that's, you know, you have to bring, Oh, the tools, the hammers, the drills, the everything, because you just, you don't know. Um, Because when you walk through stuff, you know, when you have a a blank slate, uh, you know, you have to really, you have to walk through it. You have to make sure that you do the rehearsal so that, you know, you get all of the the kinks worked out. Yeah. Um, I I think I've seen you carry a hundred foot, you know, extension cords. I know I care. I've been carrying one now too, because I've got, yeah, I've got, I bring 300 feet of extension cord with me just in case, because we, we've had, um, one where, you know, the DJ didn't have but a hundred feet and the closest power was 400 feet away. So, you know, it was kind of, there's always something, it really, it's just, it's, it's, we've done things where we have built dance floors 
We have, you know, we've done the posts to hang the lights. We've, you know, we've created all kinds of things in spaces that, um, you know. Well, you're creating a venue from scratch. You know, right. you look at, okay, they need lighting outside. You know, that's one of the key things I've noticed when you have a venue like that is lighting. You know, okay, think about what it's going to look like when the sun right. goes up, you know, yeah. and do you put up the string lights? I've done the buckets where you put the concrete and the poles and then you get the Edison lights. Right. And we don't, and we don't have like lighting and production companies here. Yeah. At least, I mean, at the light, the, well, the, um, the rental companies will put up lights and stuff, but you know, but there's no, and the DJs have their up lighting and, and that kind of stuff, but there's no like specific, um, when I was in Colorado, you know, yeah, they do have lighting and production companies and that's specifically what they do is they come in and, and they just do their thing and they do yeah. the draping and the lights yes. and the floor. I mean, it was just it's awesome. Yeah. And then they leave and then, you know, we do all the other things, but here they just, you know, things are so, um, we just don't have that here. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so with waste management, you know, you've got, um, you know, we, there's the porta potties, there's all those different kinds, but for trash, you can actually, um, you can get those great big, huge, you know, 150 gallon, uh, receptacles that they'll drop off and then you just put all the trash in there and usually there's locks on them because you know bears and other critters oh yeah i uh, like to get in there and then um they'll come on monday and then take it away so you know everything that you need can be ordered they will drop it off and then they will take it away you know obviously it all costs but again you know for the cost of your if you're going to do a venue, um, you know, but honestly, 10 weddings can be more expensive than a venue wedding. You know, when I, when you start kind of putting it all together, not only, not only that, mm -hmm. you know, how far in advance you really do need to plan this because, of right. the, well, you know, the demand that's out there. Right. And, um, and getting all of those pieces put together and then timing it and getting it out there. So yes, you know, the add-ons can be crazy. Yeah, because, and that's one of those things where when when people go, oh, well, I'm just going to do this so I can save some money. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, depend, and again, it depends on your guest count. I mean, I don't, I think we say this in every single episode, the more guests you have, the more money you're going to spend on your wedding. And, you know, if you have 50 people, you know, obviously you don't need a 40 by 80 tent, you know, right. But tents, tents are expensive. And the reason why they're expensive is because of the labor. Um, you know, you've got people that you've, they have to bring them out and they're all in pieces. And then they have to put it, you know, they have to erect the tent and make sure that everything's, you know, it doesn't fall and, and all that. Um, so, but if you want to make the tent look pretty, you know, you get the the liners and the poles, oh, oh. all kinds of lighting, you name it. You oh can my get gosh. I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's yeah. absolutely stunning. And, but there's a venue. I was just kind of looking at some prices and there's a new venue around here. You know, it's, 
it's small. It's, it doesn't have these, you know, grand views or anything and it's in Missoula, but I mean, it's $1,500. Yeah. And it has the tables and the chairs and all that stuff. So, I mean, there are places where you can totally do, you know, the, the inexpensive stuff, but um, yeah, sometimes people don't realize that what they think is going to be the less expensive route is not um, just to kind of totally go off what we're topic here. Uh, catering plated dinners are cheaper than buffets and people don't understand that because they think that, Oh my gosh, well, it's a plated dinner. And you know, yes, you have more servers, but you can also control portions better. So you don't have, you know, when you have a buffet, you have to, you have to do, if you have a hundred people, you have to have a hundred chickens and a hundred steaks. And, you know, you can't do half and half because you don't know how many people are going to want what, and most people want both, you know, they're going to, it's in front of them. They want it all. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, if you want, Oh, well, there's only three people who have, um, uh, gluten, you know, gluten sensitivities. So I only want enough for those people. Well, if you put it on the buffet, you got to get for everybody. It's gone. It's gone. Cause people are like that. If, if there's, they see something, they want it. Oh yeah. So, you know, if you want to really cut costs and, and control portions and stuff and not have the waste, then you do play to dinner and yeah. every, you know, the other thing is that family style, but okay, we're getting into, I think we already talked about this, but Make me hungry I, know. I know I, I, it's all about food, waste management, generators, all the little things, all the moving pieces that go into a plot of land, as they say. Well, and you have to make sure that, um, you know, you plow the area that oh, gosh, you're yes. going to put the tent on because you know, it, depending on the field, um, some fields have really plush grass and it's wonderful. Some fields are, you know, it's for livestock and it's it's awful. So you've got to muck the field. You've got to clear everything. You've got to, um, mucking is, is you have to basically remove all the, the poop and stuff from yeah. the area. Um so, you know, there's a lot of that work that goes into that, that you don't think about. So this um, come with the floor, I, I take it. No. Oh, because some, some, well, some of the tents that I've seen, they put a floor down. Yeah, you can put a floor down. Yeah. But, um, you know, we had a dance floor. But if you put a floor down, that's going to be super expensive. Like, oh, yeah. super expensive. And... Depending on your ground floor, you know, if you have big bunches of, of weed and, you know, grass and stuff, the floor is not going to be even. Nope. And, and they have trouble, you know, it's easy to put a floor into a flat on flat, flat land, but when it's all bumpy and holes and, you know, everything, it's a mess. It is not easy. And you're going to, Yeah. Um, you're you're looking at thousands of dollars to oh, add yeah. on to that. So I've had a couple where they put 
those area rugs. Yeah, they put yeah. lots of area rugs everywhere. You know, where basically strategically where people walked. Right. We're on the and dirt. with that, you have to be careful because you know you've got if you don't tack them down, you yeah. have hazards, especially around ten thirty when everybody's really drunk yeah. and they're tripping over things. Um, if it rains, you know you have to think how close is that stuff to that yes yeah i mean it's so let's talk about strike then in regards to now it's the end of the night <laughs> all this wonderful stuff in right and it's got to be um you know packed away and taken away right. so there's a lot of labor involved in something like this too so like you know, our couples need to take that into account. Yep. Like, oh, and just to, to let everybody know, um, strike means to tear down just oh, in case, just in <laughs> case you don't know what that means. Um, there are certain terms that we use that we don't even think about it because, well, you know, yeah. but um, so this last weekend, oh my gosh, it was right you know and i had joked earlier and i'm like you know what as long as it doesn't rain during this we're fine and then you know it can pour like monsoon well i said it out loud and Uh we were tearing everything down and it just poured and it's coming in sideways and everything is muddy and wet and awful and you know you have to yeah it was not it it was cold oh yeah it was cold and wet and and there's no lights because you're out in the middle of the field so once you turn those lights off that's it it's pitch black so you have to make sure that you bring your cars around turn the lights on in your cars that you can actually see um you know know. it makes it head headlamps are great you know, yeah. make sure you have some headlamps because especially when you're scouring the area for. You look like a bunch of miners. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, there's that one cornhole beanbag that got lost in the field somewhere. Oh. <sighs> Back. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. But, you know, there's um, a, a tent wedding in a field is absolutely it's magical. It's wonderful. Um, is it going to be cheaper? No, it's, it's not necessarily going to be less expensive, uh, especially if you want all the amenities of, you know, that you're used to, uh, of, of modern, you know, modern stuff. Um, so you just have to really make sure that you plan. Um, I don't know, maybe we should do something like, put together a checklist or something for, for one yeah. of these and then post it on the, on the site. Hey, maybe we should start doing that. But that'd yeah. be helpful. Our show notes. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, Let's do that show notes. Okay. Ten show weddings. You get a little checklist and see if this is going to be cost effective for you. Yeah. You know, if, if you have um, family members that have this beautiful ranch and you want to do that, you know, here, here's an opportunity to cost it out. And that's, but you know, a lot of people who have ranches, they're used to doing a lot of the hard labor and they're used to, you know, making sure the fields are prepped and and all that, Um, you know, mowing the path from the ceremony site to the tent, um, 
making sure there's lights. So, you know, where the parking area is in conjunction to where the tent is, making sure that there's a path of light so that, you know, when people leave, they can find their way through things. There's some kind of guide. Um, You can do so much with solar lights too. It's pretty cool. Right. Yes. Um, you know, we had buses that a bus that came in um, and dropped people off just so that you know they didn't have to to do the the back and forth. So it, it's all it's all very doable, and it's really fun. Right, I love hay rides. <laughs> Give me a hay ride back to my car. See, and that's that's one of those. So we had one where the um the wedding party came in a tractor pulling a flatbed. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, there's all kinds of really cool things you can do. Um, the horse and carriage thing is always a good thing for out in the field there. Um, you know, yeah, but you know, to have the most important things to, to make sure that you have is, you know, the, um, the water, um, the trash and the facilities, electricity so that you can do all this stuff so absolutely yeah and it can be done beautifully oh yeah oh yeah completely all right do we have any other thing that we need to talk about for uh no but i like the show note thing so we'll get that together and put a checklist for you and that way you know you can cost it out and if it's that option you guys want to take it's really a cool deal oh look at us look at we can be like giving stuff to people i tell you we need to be Present. Wow. <laughs> Present. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll try to get that out um, by the end of the week. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Fabulous. Cool. If you have any other questions having to do with, um, you know, an outdoor wedding as far as a tent um, or any other structure that you have to bring in a bunch of stuff you know, give us a, you know, reach out to us. You can um, send us an email at hello at mountainweddingtalk.com. You can leave us a message in the comments uh, where you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I think that's, I don't know. There's all kinds of ways to get a hold of us. I think those are the two main ones. I know. And so where, where can everybody find us? You know, if they want to share us. www. <laughs> Sorry. I have a friend that um, every time I say www, she goes, oh, Erica, it's you're showing your age. You don't need to say www. And I'm like, okay, fine. So uh, mountainweddingtalk.com. We are on all things that have podcasts. So Google, Apple, um, RSS, what's the other one? Spotify, yeah. all over the place. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so if, if you can download us, you know, and if you don't have time to listen to us, just download us real quick and that'll help our ratings as well. I know I have the podcast that I listen to because I, um, and I do listen to us too because, well, I find it hysterical, <laughs> but like it automatically pops up and lets me know, hey, there's a new, there's a new episode on this. And I'm like, ooh. So it just makes it easy. Yep, absolutely. We would love your feedback. 
And if there's any topic or, you know, anything that we can um, discuss or help you, we will totally either do an episode on it or um, we'll reach out to you. You know, we'll respond to you personally and answer your questions. We can do that. Yep. And we can, we could have you as a guest as well. And we can have you as a guest. I mean, and just, you can ask us all the questions. It's kind of like a free consultation thing and, and, you know, it'll be fun. So, well, it's been fabulous. It has as always. All right. Next week, we're going to talk about timelines. (laughs) Yay. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much for, for um, joining us and Patricia, go ahead and, and close us out. It's been fabulous. So, you know, um, we love that you keep coming back and listening to us. So we'd love your comments, but uh, you know, a couple of crazy planners from Montana and Wyoming. We love you people. See you later. Hi. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.